Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Holy Guardians of Antioch podcast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, as always, is not Sam Spangler. Sam abandoned me for some work crap, because you know he's got to pay bills. But Sam, you said you're going to listen to this on your way back from Los Angeles, and I expect you to listen to it. Um, I imagine it'll probably be better, but you know, it's just because I don't have you sniffling about Star Wars. Um, but I do have guests joining with joining me tonight. Let's see. Guys, you'll get used to this. I'll stumble over my words a lot. Joining me tonight, this evening, this afternoon, are two good friends of mine, um, my destiny running mates. Um, first, I would like to introduce a guy who, who's if anybody's ever listened to a podcast with me, has heard Jeff before. Jeff Hare, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Um, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yes. Um, also joining us, first time podcasting ever in his whole life. First time, long time. First time, long time. Uh, Steve Shepard, how are you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. You? I am doing fantastic. Um, this is this is all relatively new for you, right? It's a little strange, but I like it. I like it. It's just just talking to friends, just talking to friends, and then I accidentally close my show notes. Okay, so this is why you do it on paper. Well, I know. Paper I, doesn't fail. You know, I typed this up. I emailed it to you guys. Um, do you have any like? What are you most scared about? Scared isn't the right word. <laughs> anxious. What are you most anxious about? Uh, Nothing really. It's the fear of the unknown. The fear that, of the unknown. That is what you know. All people are afraid of. So I wanted to put you both on the spot. We kind of already did it because I wanted to say. So have either of you ever actually listened to this podcast? And Steve said, "I am a longtime fan of the Quarantine Cast, already, <laughs> the, the one that was last week." And Jeff has listened to one. Uh, I listened to a couple episodes, but I did not listen to last week's, unfortunately. That's should've, okay. Should've done that That's okay. Last week's was garbage, and I apologize for that, mostly because I sounded like garbage um what are you guys what are you guys doing you guys playing anything you guys watching anything you in anything right now lots of things i'm always into lots of things my biggest what okay what games are you playing yeah, right I now know, i'm just uh my wife gives me crap about all my hobbies so. he collects your fuckos he, col- <laughs> he you collect things collect lots of things hobbies is how many funko pops do you own I can pull out my. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up my app right now. Do you have a Funko collection? I, I I do not. Uh, actually, I used to have it. Okay, well he looks up his thing. What are you playing right now? What am I playing? I'm playing Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I finally got into it. All right, and you liking it? I I do. Um, yes. The, yeah. The short answer. Don't take my hesitation as a reservation. No, that game requires a lot of, you know, to talk about Death Stranding. I, you know, I can't really put it into words. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very curious to see where we're going. Yeah, and um, you guys both know, but our dear listeners probably no. You don't, you haven't finished it yet. I have not. Of course, he prompted me on taking a drink. I have not finished it. I'm okay. like I'm less than a third of the way through. So, so you're actually probably further. Yeah, you're probably yeah. further than me. No spoilers, but certain things happen that make life a little easier. In yeah, the and that, vehicles. Yeah, I'm at that point. That's where I'm. I'm like just before the vehicles. The Kojima way of leveling up. <laughs> so, Which, but I I have finished. You're working on platinum in Death Stranding. Yes. I kind of want to. I yeah. absolutely love that game. Okay. okay. So I'll let you finish your thoughts. But I just want to well, you're the expert, but it, it's it's weird in all the right ways, and I like that. And it's it, a really good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird in all the right ways. It really is. Um, my that wife should be the name of it. Kojima's biography. Weird in all the right weird ways. ways. In Japanese, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's fluent in English and just never speaks English. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Certainly. Yeah, see, and your wife likes watching you play video games, so is she enjoying it's it? It's the strangest thing ever, yeah. She, yeah. she I think, likes it more than I do. Hmm. Um, so she uh, she's really pushing me to keep playing because I 
well, we'll get later. We'll get to it later. What I'm waiting on, but right, right now I'm just kind of in a holding pattern. <laughs> and Death Stranding has filled that uh, filled that void, and I kind of wish I would have played it last year when I came out. Yeah, I just, see, and I rent. So what I did was I rented it on Redbox, yeah. and I played it kind of nonstop for three days, and then it, and then I was like, I need to take this back, and then it was literally right as I was getting the batteries or whatever to have vehicles and then i looked up and saw how much you can do with vehicles yeah. and watched some streams and i was like god damn it i was getting ready to get really active so so jeff what are you playing well I, I, funko I pop am, question wait, oh, wait, 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 back to funko 389 pop. jesus That's christ okay so, yeah do you have boxes for all of them no no i'm an i'm an oob collector as they say out of the box out of the box I, collector um there's a few that I've kept, like for some of the ones that I know are like either really rare right. or I know will be really rare. I have rare, a couple I that I've like those. I haven't touched. But the majority of them um, are out of the box. And my wife was gracious enough. We bought a shelf from IKEA. We we put it so I I have all of them that are at home. She I let you there. bring them home? Yes. So deck, I have the one shelf. They can't go anywhere <laughs> besides that. But that's where they go. And then I have a ton at work. And I have um, boxes with drawers full of them at work. So then I I. We've actually, because for those, obviously, most listeners probably don't know, Steve and I work together, and we literally sit right next to each other. So we have themes sometimes. We try to have themes. It's not it's not easy all the time. But we'll have themes, like, so in December, the new Star Wars movie came out, so we had all our Star Wars pops out in our desk, etc. Nice. So, um, did you just look up how many you have? I did. How many do you curious. have? 187. I don't have, I don't even have close to 100 so um so what are you zero sorry to interrupt i had zero when i first met these two right yeah it it is definitely mine and jeff's fault more jeff's but mine and jeff's fault that he you got into funkos so what are you playing right now uh well the big the big one is death stranding so because you're trying to plan yes excellent content here i've got (laughs) i've got like uh i'm like 61 hours in so i'm probably another 25 ish hours away from platinuming it i would say so like it's kind of this weird journey with Death Stranding, which is just like the game itself. But, <laughs> you know, when it first first heard about it, it was like, I think we were all a little excited because, mm-hmm. you know, oh, Kojima, big game, right. first came out on his own. Yeah, no doubt. And so I had it pre-ordered on Amazon. Did uh, you both have it pre-ordered? Yeah. The the collector's edition. I love collecting steelbooks, believe it or not. So I had the steelbook one I believe um, pre-ordered. Yeah. <laughs> and, we all uh, believe it. <laughs> and then I saw some gameplay, and I was like, ooh, I don't know about this. So... I, I dropped the pre-order, and then after it came out, I started watching some videos, watching some streams. I was like, you know what? Now that I see a little bit more how it how it all fits together, it could be interesting, but I still don't know if I want to take the plunge. So I asked for it for Christmas. I thought maybe that would be, you know, it's a good way if I get it for a gift. I don't have to feel bad if I don't end up liking it. <laughs> right. Because um, I didn't spend my money on it. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> so I played it, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't stop playing this game. I'm absolutely enthralled. Um and then I actually, I liked it so much. I was like, well, now this is could be one of my favorite games of all time if it keeps going like this. So I want a steelbook of it. Mm. So I actually went, I, mm. I rebought it. I bought the steelbook of it, and I sold the other copy to Steve. That's how he's playing Nice. It. So it wasn't um, on my, my list until later in the year. I just kept raving Forced about my it. hand. And, uh, <laughs> that game to me is a, like moments of pure, utter adrenaline and intensity to detoxing until the next part. Yeah. That's like that's how I've explained it to everybody. Like what I would do is I would do the calm, relaxing, huge amount of like intense, holy crap, I hope I don't die. Yeah. And then I'd have to turn it off for like ten minutes, like, okay, now I'll go back to playing it again. Yeah. Well there was there was one day when um I came to work and I was like I just had I was like 
you want to talk Bloodborne, you want to talk Dark Souls, whatever. I just had one of the most intense gaming moments of my entire life last night. And it's a moment that neither of you have been through yet right. in the game. But it, yes, it's very... And it's a different kind of intensity. It's not just like that, you know... Bloodborne is my favorite game of all time. But that is very... Um, very standard intensity you know? right. boss fights big bosses coming at you health bars that kind of thing but death training is a whole different kind of intensity that you have it's really interesting so at the i don't want to derail anything here. <laughs> no that's we do this a lot on this podcast go right ahead <laughs> i'm curious without spoilers naturally what is going to be the hardest trophy to get to platinum um so does this does this game have a difficulty trophy sort of so like the um there's one trophy where it's like right now you do an order if you get you know if you don't have enough damage if you don't if you have very little damage or no damage you get the it says awesome you know s ranking oh, right, right, right. for your uh, mm-hmm. delivery well if you up the difficulty to hard ranking and then you at a certain point you unlock premium deliveries right um i couldn't i was i know he had done it but i wasn't sure if you got it yeah. yet but so then you can choose to make every delivery a premium delivery. And um, the deliveries are broken up into four different categories. Time-focused, um, condition-focused, quantity-focused, and then miscellaneous. And so you have to have... Tw- if you do... If you meet the requirements of the premium delivery and do, like, 75% better than those requirements, then you get a Legend of Legends ranking. Oh, okay. And so one of the trophies is you have to get 20 Legend of Legend rankings for deliveries in each of those categories. Gotcha. So essentially 80, 80. of Legend of Legends. And those, so it's technically possible to get Legend of Legends um, in the normal difficulty ranking, but it's much harder. So right. they recommend, you know, videos and stuff I watched that recommended just putting it up to high or to hard and then doing it from there so i'm in hard difficulty now but there's no like i'm in the end game so none of the standard you know the the boss encounters or any of that are all gone so that it's not going to affect any of that stuff cool yeah i'm looking forward to it. i'm not really playing anything at the moment i'm dave just bought control because he's been wanting to play it for ever and i just have never had the desire to want to play it like i've watched gameplay and i've just been like eh need to fix that asap well i i did i just downloaded it. so you, got, you gotta play it i know he's been getting he's been trying to get me on that I, and i'm probably gonna play it eventually I, he's gonna let me borrow it at some point if i, I literally have had it downloaded for two days and i've been working so it's just i will try it um but like i when we're gonna get into that a little bit later i just there's nothing out that like i need a single player experience horribly mm-hmm. for me to be i've been this is what i've been alternating between i've been playing um skyrim every once in a while I've been playing a lot of Madden, mostly because of the hype of the right. Chiefs. Right. Um, Shit, I want to go play some Madden. <laughs> um, I can recreate this with Mahomes. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, right. side note, if I may, yeah. and saying Madden made me think of this. Did you do the PlayStation thing where you got to see what your most played games were? I did last year. What was yours? I don't remember now. Because <laughs> I think yours was Madden, wasn't it? Was Madden, it? Yeah. That's why. Apparently, I'm a sports uh, gaming guy. That, mine, mine was um, it was a first-person shooter. That's all I remember because Rainbow that's Six? I got the no Call, Call of Duty, right? No, because I I don't play Call of Duty on I play Call of Duty on my Xbox. Oh. 
Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was, it, it said I was a marksman or whatever yeah. the thing was. I'll have to look that up. Um, Be a good topic. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Um, anyways, so Madden. Guess what mine was? Uh, Street Fighter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, uh, so easy. Um, do you think they're going to announce? We'll get to that here in a minute. Sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, Madden, a little bit of Skyrim. I've been playing a lot of GTA Online. I don't know. Really? It just mm-hmm. it was this weird thing for me where I like I never actually got into GTA Online. Yeah. And then I got bored one day. I was like, sure. You know what it was? Game Pass. It was free on Game Pass. And Best deal on game. It, it, it really is. And even though I owned it on the PlayStation, I just didn't have it downloaded. And I was like, you know, I should download this. And me and Mike, we get together and play. We haven't done it in a while. We yeah. need to fix that. Um, which we just did with Division 2, with $3 yeah. Division 2. Here we go. We're um, going to make this happen. I've got a couple guys. I was like, guys, buy this. We need to do this. Like, it's yeah. $3. You'll enjoy it. Um, but I've played Siege with them, and we were... Um, wow, my brain just shut off. This happens all the time. GTA Online? GTA Online. Oh, that was the thing. It's like, hey, let's try doing GTA Online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we tried it once, and just none of them want to do it again. Um, yeah, and then uh, MLB, because I'm jonesing for baseball. Those are the three things I just keep swapping. Which it is. Well, really excited. And outside of Death Stranding... So, a few months ago, Steve and I had both seen Ford vs. Ferrari. Oh, jeez. Did you so like it? I still need it. to see it. Love so it. Sam we both bought the steelbook. Sam and I want to, or trying to, we were going to try to do it before the Oscars, but we didn't get to it. Um, we wa- we wanted to watch all the yeah the things, the best picture, best picture nominees, which... If you so you guys seen Jojo Rabbit? I, I saw yeah, all the I best pictures. Monica and I watched Jojo Rabbit last night. I, I, I loved that I movie. It was great. So it was, um, I want to say really one of good. my potential best pictures. So Sam Sam texted me yesterday and said uh, on my plane ride I watched Jojo Rabbit and Parasite. Oh, so so now Parasite, I need to Parasite's so good. So I need Strange to watch plane ride. But <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Having seen Jojo Rabbit, and knowing the crux of sitting next to right, you, and knowing but... the crux of Parasite, I'm like, that's a very interesting back to back movie choice. But so I need to watch those two because we're going to talk about them on the next episode. Um, so you, yeah, you like so you like Jojo Rabbit. Um, but so we've seen Ford vs Ferrari, and so we kind of were like, oh, this is intriguing. The idea of racing, right? And because you know we're in America, so we think. Yeah. As you know, you think racing, you think NASCAR. Right. right. But As a big NASCAR fan, that's right, the first exactly. thing I go to. Yeah. So, uh, and just since it's the most popular racing sport in America, that's kind of where my mind went always. But then, you know, that movie, it, it's about endurance racing, which is a whole different kind of racing, which I was very ignorant to. Yeah, I'd never been exposed and to. And so we kind of oh, started looking more The Rolex into it. 24 Hours is <laughs> Yeah, we just, we just watched, we literally watched you it. You watched it? We're, we're, so that's, we're petrol We're totally, now. we're totally nuts now. <laughs> we, got, we got all the racing games. We both got um, GT Sport. That's why we were, when we were shopping on uh, uh, Black Friday. Yeah. That's why I was asking about GT Sport. If you had I was actually that. looking at my stuff, and it looks like I might actually own it. Because I was oh, looking race. through my Join games. We're doing, so the 24-Hour Le Mans race, which is what Ford vs. Ferrari is about, we're doing that. We're recreating it, not doing an actual twenty-four hour. Right. But we're doing it. Um, we do one hour at a time. So we're only gotcha. two hours. We're only two hours in. But yeah, that's our goal. Well. By the by, the time the race actually rolls around in June, we want to have it done. Nice. So we've been I'll playing a lot of racing us. games. And I'll you have to get that. I'll this. double check to make sure. And we, we've there... been playing a lot of racing games, and I've also been playing a lot of uh, rally games because with Game right. Pass, I got Dirt Rally Two Yeah, there's like three of them on there, yeah. right there. And so I was like, this is stupid fun. I actually have a wheel now. Steve, you need to get an Xbox, if nothing, just for Game Pass, because it quadruples your library. It's it's a great 
This, I'll tell you what, Microsoft, as much as Sam and I talk about Game Pass on this podcast, they should sponsor they should, us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. If I didn't have, so here's what I keep waiting for. There have been rumors that there's going to be a, I don't know what it will be called, Xbox S Lite or something that is just basically a machine with no disk drive. They've already, I thought they already released that. I thought the S has a disk drive. The S, the S does, does but there it, is a. They've been talking about releasing one, an all digital one. I thought they. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. I know they've been talking about. Is it. there I didn't one know now? One actually well, I'm oh, waiting God, on that, and I'm waiting on that to hit a certain price point, obviously too. Right. But if that happens, then it's a no brainer because yeah, Game Pass game is Game Pass or Games Pass. I know on Game Pass. There's an app. Um, I just queued up something today to download. I mean, it is a heck of a deal because I have PS Now, but it's. Which is, but but see, having said that, having said that, they're starting to get better. They're getting better and better games. That's true. And I'm also a little biased because I I often buy the newest PlayStation games. Right. So some of their more recent releases, like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, things like that, it'd be great if you're just getting into PlayStation, but I've already played it. Yeah, see, so I've, I've, I will always say that if I want a good single player, whatever game, I'll just look on my PlayStation mm-hmm. and unless and if there's a game I want to play that's not multiplayer I probably will just get it on the PlayStation um, and if there's a game I think like the three of us could play together I'd, I'll get it on PlayStation yeah. right. but most but of only because Steve doesn't, doesn't have an Xbox uh, well, we'll I'll work on that VR instead of an Xbox all right? <laughs> how's that working out for you <laughs> so let me put it this way Dave has a PlayStation VR yeah sitting over there behind all those clothes okay. all that thing so he brought it with him um he sh- he showed like austin wanted to see it and so he showed him some stuff and he actually has that batman game i still haven't played it yet or touched the vr i know you two are i'm i'm weird batman fans i know and it's like pulling teeth to get you to try to play X- this. you X- are the batman <laughs> i know xbox one s all digital edition order now on xbox.com how much is that right well my internet is crap down here it is uh well, it says nineteen ninety nine a month. I'll take it. There you go. It's on their website. Nineteen ninety nine a month. I no, said. I mean, I, whatever the buy in is, if it's got to be at a certain price point to get me to jump in. Hmm. I think that's probably it's like hundred dollars. Got to be one ninety nine. It's got to be one ninety nine. I can't imagine. And I don't know why it's what showing me. a month be? So. Because Game Pass is only fifteen. Well, right, but see, so Microsoft is doing this thing where they're trying to get people to buy all these Xboxes now and put them on a, a payment plan so that then it's like uh, the Apple the, iPhone thing. So as soon you get the credits, and you can trade it in towards the thing. So it might literally be nineteen ninety nine a month. Until, yeah. Like a, it's not yeah. a because you'll get to keep, you'll get to use Right, it, if but. you cancel early and you don't get all the credits, yeah, you have right. to pay, but there may not be a I don't know, I'll, I'm going to look into this. My wife's going to hate you. Uh, I love you, Michelle. Um, I love all your baked goods too, which I've been sorely missing. Um, she does need to make. She, she makes so many, posts so many pictures of the crap she bakes on Facebook. She's and just very active on the Instagram, posting of the baked goods. <sighs> we'll fix that soon. I'll get some. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and move on. I'm gonna try and blow through this news stuff real quick, and then we'll talk some more about the three of us. Um, news, real quick. Uh, Untitled Goose Game won Dice Game of the Year. Did. Did you either of you play this? Yes. It's on Game Pass. I should. You should. <laughs> but I haven't played it. But you have. I played it. You played it on the Switch. I bought right? it. I played it. I liked it. 
I, don't, I liked it too. I, so, you, so you played it too? I, I did, yeah. I played it on the Switch. Um, Same. But like... That seems like the idea. Well, it came out on play. Switch first, didn't it? It did. It, it came out on Switch out. first and then... Well, it came out on PC first and then went right. to Switch and then so on and so forth. Um, I loved that, and I think Sam and I might have talked about it last week. House House posted a picture um, after the night, the day after Dice Awards saying, this just doesn't look right. And it was a picture of that. all the Game of the Year's award winners from Dice... Yeah. Or for, yeah, Dice, like God of War, and like all these huge budget games. And then down at the bottom, <laughs> Untitled Goose Game. Oh, you have Game Pass. There's no reason why you shouldn't no, play this game. Right. It's, it's not a long game, Yeah, I, but it's fun. So yeah, I just It didn't have a ton of interest for me, but there's so much hoopla around it that I have to play it. This could even be a game that, that you could probably play in front of Millie. Oh, and yeah. just Millie like She would crack would up really at it. it. Yeah, um, do you have her playing any video games? Um, no, she will, my, my wife is very hesitant on the screen time, which I'm necessarily... No, no, that. that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, because we don't want to get, we don't want to get to being like, oh, give me an iPhone. It's like, you're four. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, there are a couple times where I have played, uh, Tetris Effect in front of her. Yeah. I Tetris, and I play, I play Tetris Effect a lot, and so she'll think that's cool because there's all kinds of, you know, animals floating around and do cool stuff. So. <laughs> but that's pretty much the only video game I've played well, it's I I was really excited when I saw they won it. There could have been any number of games that could have won that, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Thank you, thank you for going for a you know because because it, it, if anything, it gives these indie game developers that drive. Like, holy crap, these guys just won Game of the Year. Well, it was like a Celeste last year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because you had which I still haven't like, played, but I really want to. Oh, I love Celeste. I need to finish it, but it's really good. But like. You had Red Dead Redemption 2 and God of War and Spider-Man and Assassin's Creed Odyssey and then Celeste for your best game of the year. Right. They didn't win, but... But they got... They still cleaned up on some awards and people were like talking about... Like even... And that's one of those things for me where I feel like it's the... Well, it's nice just to be nominated type thing and you... But you actually look at it and you go, holy shit, what is Celeste? Why is it on this list of games? It's free publicity. Yeah. The thing about... Untitled Goose Game winning that I find most fascinating is that the Dice Awards are, as we know, voted on by actual game devs. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's something that game devs themselves saw and went, that is what I like about gaming. Yeah. That is what I want to play. And that it's very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I need you guys to buy Siege. <laughs> because I think you guys would love it. Siege outlined their five, their year five out plan for this year. Um, and real quick, also, news they announced today will be launching with the next-gen consoles and will be cross-play or cross-gen. So, so you carry over your profile? You, okay. It'll carry over. But not only that, if you, you're playing on your Xbox One, mm-hmm. you can play on an Xbox One or Series X. You can oh, play nice. with each other. Oh, so, cool. so which I think is great because when I get, whenever I upgrade to the next system, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to want to buy it, like buy the game again. Right, yeah. right, right. But if I already have everything, I'll just yeah, you know, then I could play so with. So what do you play on it right now for Siege? I Xbox One. Okay. I now I have it on both because when Dave moved in, he told me he was into X or into Siege, mm-hmm. so I ended up buying it because it was also on sale for like. 10 bucks yeah, yeah. so I'm like well, sure, 10 bucks I can play I, I'll pay for this game twice I'm enjoying it yeah. enough um, I, I will say even though I've never played Siege 
that is another reason why Ubisoft, this probably sounds weird to most, has become one of my favorite developers. It really has. Their ability to not only kind of change the fortune of that game, but then just support other games like For Honor. But you know, when that game came out, I haven't played it as much recently, but I played that a ton. And they still support that game to this day. It's been out for three Dave, years. Dave is a massive For Honor guy. I He's been playing game. it recently, like just doing I, all of Every once in a while, I'll jump back in. I'll have a couple days where I'll just play it nonstop. But it just, well, it's it's nuts with Ubisoft for me because it used to be a dev that I... So like E3 would roll around. I was like, okay, I'll watch the PlayStation, Xbox, and um, Nintendo stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Bethesda was like... I was like, I ignored EA. Bethesda was like, we're going to start doing one. I was like, oh, shit, I love Bethesda. Okay, I'll watch it. But now it's like to the point where I'm like, when's the Ubisoft conference? Like, that's my first one before. I'm like, what day are they doing there? It's nuts. Um, and they're making stuff for all the platforms. I mean, it's... So, and, and they've actually flat out said they're going to continue. They have no plans of making another Siege game, and they mm-hmm. just want to keep adding on to this yeah because i think there was a rumor that there was going to be another rainbow six game but it was going to be predominantly uh single player well they they announced it yeah they, they announced, announced it. Okay. they announced yeah, they were, it and then it got yeah. pushed cool they, they did a, a yeah, Ubi- rainbow six like outbreak or something, something oh, like that, right. that yeah, yeah. yeah so but see they ubisoft like postponed like four games or something one thing or something. i really like sorry good i was just gonna say that's probably why i was thinking it was a rumor because it's right yeah it anyway. seems strangely true as a ring of truth. <laughs> that's just one thing I love about Ubisoft. Well, I was going to say their transparency, but I, you know we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. But their willingness to say, "Hey, here's what's working. Here's what's not. Breakpoint right. failed. So right. We're, that's the name of the last Ghost Recon, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pump the brakes on putting out too many of the same things." And we're going to recalibrate and give you more of what you like. Well, they basically revitalized the entire Assassin's Creed yeah. thing by mm-hmm. saying, we're taking a year off. We're not doing yeah. shit. And we're making two. And then once we get started again, we have two different studios that are going to be working mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I I loved what they're doing. See, like, we, so we played Wildlands. But yeah. it was just not a game you can play by yourself, even though no. it's supposed to. It's, I mean, you they, could, but it's so the way on. they pushed it was like, hey, this is kind of like Destiny, where you can play by yourself, but also play with your friends. Drop in, drop out. Then, yeah. But the problem was when nobody else was playing, it was like, meh. Yeah, what do you do? Mm-hmm. It's just not. And then like, I, mean, I always felt like the enemies were overpowered when you were by yourself. I'm like, I'm getting yeah. swarmed. I don't know what to do here. Because yeah, game loop just wasn't enough of a hook. Right. Because we would have a blast, and I'd just be, I'd come upstairs after playing, and my wife would be like, what the hell are you laughing about so much? Because we would just be doing stupid shit all the time. Which is crazy, because they also make The Division. And I think Division does everything, if they can incorporate more of the way The Division plays into Wildlands. And I I actually liked the, like, I love cover shooters, because I'm a big Gears of War fan, but um, with Wildlands, like, I really liked the Ghost Recon third person but then you know when you ABS right. going into first person I really liked that dynamic because I, I had never played a Ghost Recon game before that one I'm not sure if that was if they've always done it that way but I know you didn't like it but I you being oh, I did liked it alright it just wasn't quite what I wanted the last Ghost Recons I played before that were on PC way back when uh, so I don't know what kind of like the Ghost Recon I'm doing my fingers yeah what the Ghost Recon genre really was before Wildlands. Uh, yeah, do I don't know? remember. I never played them. Because the closest thing we could come to was that it was it felt a lot like uh, Far Cry. Because when you and I played Far Cry together, right, um, it <laughs> would feel stories like of those you guys playing Far Cry yeah. were, were similar. It's true. Um, all right, so 
next week, Sam and I, because Sam is the one I play a lot of Siege with. I'm curious what you have to say about it, because if it does drop again, I'm willing to try it. I, I feel like at this point that we're so far in that I don't know. So the deluxe edition the... gives you all the year one operators? Yeah, but it doesn't give me all the year one experience. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so they do a really good job that they have edition. they have a newbie lobby. The, in, unless you are, or if you're level 30 and lower... It's the only way you can play on this lobby. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, granted, you do get people that start a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to deal with that. But when I did it, so I've only been playing UB or Siege for a year. Yeah. So when I did it, there were like guys that would yell at you and tell you what to do and give you advice. Now, granted, I was on the Xbox, but I'm sure it's, I feel like game wise community, they're probably, you know, you get a lot of assholes in any game you play. Yeah. But there were guys that were like, no, pay attention to this, pay attention to that. Um, and I, I honestly, I would start a, since I own it on my core account, I have other PlayStation accounts. I'll start a new character and we can do it together and I can walk you through stuff. I have no problem doing that. Well, next time it goes on sale, then we'll all, we'll all look at it. It's, it's we'll you should look, Sam. I should have said. Ubisoft feels like they've always got stuff. I'll check it out. So we'll, um, so yeah, if you want to hear more about Siege, Sam and I have a feeling we're going to. Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. Next time. It'll probably be the Siege cast. Um, Sonic opened at $57 million, <laughs> the biggest video game opening ever, and people have already crowned it the best video. Can we, how is this possible? Can we talk for a second about Please. how low the bar was for that? <laughs> yeah, right. Now, I'm, not, I'm not knocking. I have not watched it yet, and I'm not knocking it. But the like, low for the, well, the bar for video like, game movies. What's your guys' favorite video game movie? I mean, oh. Did you guys even spoiler? It's Doom. (laughs) Did either of you ever see the Tomb Raider movie? I did the new one, not the newest. It was um, pleasant. It was it it lacked a je ne sais quoi. It it lacked something. It it did. It just kind of felt like it was kind of going through the motions. All the parts of it, I felt like were adequate. (laughs) Ready Player One is my favorite video game movie. Let me go that route. Um, Um, Yeah, I can't think of a video game movie that I just like. Yeah, I can watch it. I take well. See, no, that's a comic book movie. I was gonna say. Scott Pilgrim because the Scott Pilgrim did you either you ever play the side scrolling Scott Pilgrim? I never did. Didn't you play that? Huh. Oh, it's good. It's ten bucks. Pick it up. Yeah, it's on sale for ten bucks, Rainbow Six Siege, so the deluxe edition or the regular one? The deluxe edition Deluxe Deluxe Guys, there's no reason. I'll have to I so alright. Another sidetrack, sorry. But I I did a thing to try to save money and uh, get my backlog whittled down. I said at the end of the year there are only four games that I'll allow myself to buy. I in the last year, in, yeah, at the end of 2019, and so far I've stuck to my guns because my backlog, my personal backlog is like 58 games, and the one that I play with my wife is like 57 games. <laughs> so I'm trying to pull it down. But if we will agree to play it, then I'll make an exception, like I'll, I did for the division. Two. I'll play it. Do I? Let me know when you guys want to play Division Two. Right. Um, Already started. I come here and I want. Have you? I created my character. I did the first mission. Okay. Once you get past the you the first mission, you have to make it to the White House. Yeah. After no, the it's like I'm I'm in the the next mission. Okay, so after that, we can actually play together. You can't play with anybody until after the yeah, White House. So that's good. To so yeah. start it and get to the White House, Steve, and then okay. we'll go from there. Um, I it's like literally the exact same beginning as this division. It really, it really <laughs> is. Um, and having said all that, uh, Brent, uh, Justin, Zach, start the game. Play to the White House. Let me know when you're ready. 
and I'll jump in. I will make new characters so that we're all equally leveled because I'm pretty high leveled on Division yeah, Two. I, I like the uh, the game. It feels a bit snappier than the first it, it one. It does, and I, I really liked it from what I played. But it was just funny to me because it was you know the first you had to go to like Madison Square Garden in the first one and rescue the one person, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they can't die. You have to rescue them. And they literally, it's almost the exact same script. They're like, oh, you got to go to the this place, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, just it's not horrible. It's just like okay, so you're kind of keeping a good, solid base formula. Yeah, but they're very clearly not into making it a big story. No. Hey, my son is. We were talking about the division, not the Sonic movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Birds of Prey, second week, seventeen point seven. They've finally they've gotten up to domestically sixty one billion million. <laughs> 61 million um, worldwide they are at 83 million their grand total is at 142 million their budget or their not their budget their production was 88 million so they've made their money back mm-hmm. um, and it's honestly honestly a, most critics are positive on it and they really like the movie I enjoyed the movie I want to see it I again seen it, but I do want um, I highly recommend it. Like, it's one of those. If you like comic book movies at all, or any, and you have any fan of, or any like, anything towards Harley or mm-hmm. DC Comics, it's a, it's a, it is a popcorn flick, as I called yeah. uh, Ready Player One earlier, times ten. And what, and what I said, you didn't listen to last week's episode, but what I said last week was, um, if you take out any movie before be- or after Superman. Like comic book movie, no Batman eighty nine, like no MCU, one. no anything, and the only movies that ever existed comic book were the two Superman movies and like the Batman eighty nine. And today they was like, you know what? Let's like get into let's get into comic book movies. Let's make this movie about Harley Quinn. You would watch this movie and go, yeah, I'd imagine that's what a, a, a movie based yeah. on a comic book is about. And, and and it worked, and it was really good. It had a lot of fun moments. Well, so. I love the I love Huntress, and I like. Marilyn's with Winstead ever since Scott Pilgrim. Yes. So um, I like I like everything about it, and I want it just. Right. You know, I have a four-year-old, so getting time to go see it. <laughs> right. Especially when it's a movie my wife doesn't want to see. Right. Um, Do you have any desire to see that? See, I didn't. Um, but to be honest, your enthusiasm has me <laughs> yeah. to go see it. I have AMC A list. Uh, oh, okay. Spoiler or not spoiler? <laughs> uh, spoiler. Ad, ad read. Um, so I can. I'm gonna go see it now. So I will. I will say this. I have issues with the movie. There are choices they made, especially towards the end of the movie, that I do not agree with. Okay. But what? it's a fun ride, and it works really good. And I'd like to see how they... they For me, they leave it open for a lot of things they can do with it, mm-hmm. with the properties of each character. So That was my question. You don't agree with it necessarily because you don't like how it took the character, or it didn't work as a movie? It sounds like... No, not as a movie. The choices they made with characters. Okay. That's my, which is, I think any comic book fan has, well, I don't yeah. like the choice they made with. And see, with I, don't, I don't have any exposure. And yeah, so you could, you could so give I'll a shit less. And speaking of characters, since I know you're a Harley Quinn fan, I'm meaning to ask you, have, did you ever watch the animated series on, I pointed to my phone. I have I not watched, watched it yet, but on it's phone. one of the few things on the anime, we just haven't had time to watch it yet. I just started watching time. and I've got about three episodes in. It's actually quite enjoyable. I have a, I have one it's friend. It's R-rated. Yes. I have one friend that said it is the most hilarious thing she's ever watched. I was taken aback because I knew it was like, you know, R-rated or mature right. rated, but I was still not expecting the level of, of violence and vulgarity. Right. And I, and I will say, I don't know if this is indicative of 
how or, or how it's perceived. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this back to back. I have one friend, and she thinks it's the whole most hilarious and awesome comic book cartoon she's ever watched. I have another friend. He thinks it's garbage. Now I don't know if that there's correlations between the male female dynamic to that. Um, I do know one of the guys really like hardcore about everything. Just like the lighting in that was wrong, and and Harley doesn't talk with that voice. And I will tell you one of the things I geeked out about um, in Birds of Prey is, and I'm sure you've seen the trailers for Birds of Prey, was the the. A roller derby scene there's a quick little roller derby scene wow. with harley and her going around and i was just like as a comic who i liked that comic run of harley i was like <laughs> and it looked good too it didn't look like garbage and i was yeah. like so but yeah it's actually quite fun there's a really good voice cast in the, in the animated, animated one. so yeah. kelly kelly cuoco yeah i don't know how to say her name then, um, the, i was concerned about her harley she does it's 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 good it's okay. not you know as good as as uh tara um, Tara Strong. Tara Strong, yes. But, uh, I mean, right. she literally invented the character. And, so it's not like you can... And as much as I love Margot Robbie as Harley, mm-hmm. there are times, and I find it funny. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't irk me. I find it more funny when you can hear her Australian accent start to come out. <laughs> yeah. Just a hair, and you're like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Alan Tudyk. I don't know if that's your first oh, yeah. name. Oh, yeah. Tudyk? He, yeah, he I does, love Alan he Tudyk. He does the Joker. K2SO. He does the Joker, and then he also his Joker. I didn't know he did the it's Joker. It's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, it's funny. It's it's, uh, and he also does Clayface, and then Lake Bell does Poison Ivy. JB Smooth is in it. It's it's awesome. Oh really? Yeah. Wait, who does JB Smooth? He play? plays Poison Ivy's plant, Frank. It's awesome. It's great. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like the most JB Smooth <laughs> character yeah, ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing, and I want to yeah, watch you that. Should, you definitely need to check it out. It's at first, like I said, I was taken aback, not because I. I, I don't like the vulgar stuff or whatever. I just wasn't expecting it. And I was like, whoa, they're really right. going for it. Oh, yeah, Literally they went. The first scene, they're just like pounding people. Every preview every crazy. preview I watched was like, I was like, I don't know how an R rated cartoon is really <laughs> yeah. going to go over that's not. Um, but it works. Good. So. Cool. Um, so that's the only news I have for this week. Um, I am still holding out hope. I have a week and a half left that um, I pray to God that Sony announces something. Otherwise, I'm going to owe Sam Fuh. We have a bet going because twice we've been burned on rumors of them announcing. Oh yeah, it's just never gonna happen. We're gonna exist in this limbo forever right. and ever and ever. So Sam, Sam has this hunch assumption uh-huh. that they're not even gonna release this year. That there's something wrong. And that's why we haven't heard anything. Okay. And then and they're not gonna you know. Which have you heard the recent rumors? Which would actually lead credence to that a little bit. What? The cost oh, the cost. Yeah. yeah, the cost um, being 450 just to produce it, mm-hmm. which we've talked about it. And I think I'm fine with a $500 because, like, I know $400 was a deal for PS4. They are. I don't think they want to market something at $500. Yeah, because the, the article I read said that they're a lot of people are pushing to sell it at a loss because they're going to make it up in software. Which they like. did with the PS3, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was... Yeah, but it took, them, it took yeah. them 10 years yeah. to make up the cost of that. But it's just but that it's was not, not the fault of the but, initial... But here's the thing, the and, and I know that this is part of why they're holding off. I don't see Microsoft releasing the Xbox at anything under 450 So it's... I, I just... But I also think Microsoft's going to release multiple SKUs with the potential of kicking themselves in the, the foot difference. again. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, I don't know. Anyways, but the bet that I made him was that they would announce it before February, announce something before February was over, and if and if I lost, I'd have to buy him pho for lunch. And I'm quickly running out of time <laughs> on that. No, it's not. So let's talk about us a little bit. So I want to tell people how we know each other because in the future, I'd like to have you guys back on again. We'll talk yeah, some more. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Jeff, I might be wrong, but I swear to God, I think we've known each other for about 10 years now. It's close. Like. Because we started. Um, we just met on Twitter, just yeah, talking on Twitter well, about. On Twitter, but then also because um, I used to do a podcast of my own. Right. For those who well, may not his know. Own podcast. I don't even that do doesn't anymore. exist anymore. I'll retire. <laughs> Brandon pulled me out of retirement for this episode. But eight years, we did that podcast. And you um, you did our first and like every logo, I think, yes. designed for yes. us. So uh, back when it was a Royal Man Report, and then, of course, we went to KC Baseball Vault, which eternally thankful. Real, real quick sidebar on that. So Troy has a new podcast. Yes. I have no idea how the, I like for the last two weeks or two months, I've been like, who the hell is this account yeah, following he, he me? He changed his name on Twitter. Like, right. Yeah. So Troy used to do, used to be Royal man. He used to be a mascot for the Royals. Like he would show up at the Royals games in a superhero outfit. Mm-hmm. One of two guys that did it, him and Chris, um, I cannot remember his name. Steamer or something. something. I think, yeah. I don't know. But, um, so I, so I, I did their logo for him, but he just, he has a new podcast about fantasy football with some friends of yeah. his and one day somebody liked something on mine on Twitter and I went, who, the f- <laughs> who is that? And I couldn't figure out for the life yeah. of me. I was like, I don't know who this person is. So then I, I think it was last week I started delving into the podcast. I didn't listen to it, but I was yeah. searching all the crap and all I saw was Troy Olson. And I went, Oh shit. Okay. I know who this I is. I did the same thing. And then I like, <laughs> cause I was like, what, who is this person? And then I clicked on it and I uh, like saw their profile and it was something about Nebraska and I was like, oh, oh yep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's how I first started talking to you. Yeah. And so then it's been almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like it has to have been 10 years. Yeah. 20. Cause I, I first got on. Logan wasn't, on Logan wasn't born yet. Right. It was just Austin. Yeah. If he was born, he was just a little. Just okay. A little bit. But yeah. So, um, born-ish, but uh, cause I want to say like 2011 ish is around yeah. when it was, which is almost. Yeah. So between Twitter and sports, mm-hmm. pretty much just sports, and then we found out we had a love for comic books and yep. stuff like that together. We started going to the local comic book convention a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 2013 was the first year that you and I went because we started going before. We it had to have been the year before because it was before the PlayStation Four came out. Oh yeah. yeah because yeah. it was the year before yeah. the PlayStation Four so came out. Yeah, so my first PlayStation 4 was an OG, straight, you know, I, I pre-ordered the PlayStation 4, um, but I, my buddy, my buddy Ryan got me just so amped up to play Destiny, and like, I went from not wanting to have anything to do with this damn game, <laughs> to pre-ordering the limited edition white console, and the only reason I was able to do that was my wife said, you can have it, but you have to sell your... OG, your original PlayStation. And I was like, fine. And so I just put out there, I was like, does anybody want this? And Jeff was like, uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> so it's a tale as old as time. It is. Yep. Um, I am on my third PlayStation that I sold. I then sold my white I'm on once. my second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and there's not anything wrong with mine. No. no. So it I sold, great. I sold so my I... first one to you, which what did you sell it to somebody else? 
I just traded it into GameStop, but because I, I got a pro. Because you got a pro. Yeah. So then I got my white Destiny one <laughs> that I played the crap out of. But then because I'm a sucker for all things Batman, when Arkham Knight was like, hey, we're releasing this, and I went back to my wife and was like, baby, I love you. I need to. <laughs> Which I almost did again with the Spider-Man one because that Spider-Man one is gorgeous. Me. I do too. Do you see it's the most like sought after PlayStation 4? Like Not valued at over a thousand dollars, which I know somebody has one, and I'm like, I hate you for that. <laughs> um, so you and I started playing Destiny, mm-hmm. and we because you sold it the week after Destiny came out. I remember, we came well, that, I met you. We at, agreed, so I agreed to sell it to you, and I was like, but you can't have it until the new system comes <laughs> out. And so the new system came out, and I transferred that night. I transferred everything over to the new PlayStation. And then I packaged it up. I cleaned it up, made sure it was all good to go. And I met you at Stewie's, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We went and had lunch at Stewie's. Um, staple for the three of us. Right. Um, and we're going there later. Yes. Oh, is that where we're going? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Need some cheese balls. Um, Sorry. And then on task. On the way home, I bought. I picked up Destiny at the store. Yes. Did you, would, you really? You would actually. Did we play the beta? Or? Yeah. No, no. You, like when you first got it before you had sold it. I streamed me, it. You streamed it. Right. You know, for an audience of one. Yeah, it was so just I'm you. sitting there, you know, <laughs> typing in questions because you would use your mic to talk on, yeah. the, on the stream. That's right, because I was using the – because it was like PS4 is streaming. This is so cool. I just do it. Um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. It worked out really well for that. I mean, now they have yeah. share, so be my – well, I signed up a PS4. But, right. Um, but, um, yeah, and so Jeff and I alone for the first month played a shit ton of Destiny. And – like even costing me a couple nightfalls, but we won't get back into that story. <laughs> we'll get into that. I'll get into that. I'll tell that story a second because it's actually a funny story. Uh, it's one of those on in hindsight, it's funny. Um, but Steve, so, so how do you two know each other? Cause that plays into me meeting Steve. You want to take this? You sure. I'll take it. I can handle this one. I think, uh, our wives went to school together. College. They went to college school. Law school. College plus. Yeah, I'm the. I want to just point out here. I'm the the least cool person at the table because I. Not true. I, I I'm I make shirts for a living. We're these these two are like I know. Right well, you know, these two are like lawyers and huge big money banker accountants and. You make things with your hands. We yes. take things. You destroy things. Yes. No. <laughs> we, we are just cogs in the machine. Yeah. So your guy, your guys' wives went to college together. Right. They were very good friends. They lived in an apartment above and below each other in law school, so they were very close. And I, had, on my own, purchased Destiny. It was one of the first games I had for PS4, because uh, I didn't get it until later in 2014. But what sold me was that Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner the Led Zeppelin commercial. Um, oh, right, 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 right. The live action song. one. Yeah. <laughs> And so I, I was interested in it anyway, but that, that put the final nail in the coffin. So I got it, and um, I sat on it for like a month. So I didn't play for like the first month it came out. And then once I finally dove in a little bit, my wife said, hey, um, can I say wife? Yeah, yeah. he's already said, said hey. Jackie once. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jackie's husband um, is on here too. Why don't you guys play together? And so we, I sent a little, uh, I can't remember, I think I sent the thing. Yeah, and, right. um and so we eventually we, we played a little bit and I remember I remember telling my wife that we had met like one time I think I, we picked up a treadmill from your house treadmill, yeah, and you yeah. Just got it. so it was we the only time we had met and so now we, were, we played a little bit and I told my wife I remember I really like playing with Jeff because he doesn't say much <laughs> <laughs> holy um, shit I bet that changed because <laughs> yeah, at the time because I 
I was never a huge fan of playing online and talking, especially right. people I didn't know. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, obviously, yeah, that's that's quite the, uh, yeah, that's the 180. But um, so that's how I started doing it with him. And then I remember it was just some random Tuesday night. He was like, hey, do you want to try the Nightfall? And I'm like, I've never done a Nightfall. I don't know how to do it. And he said, well, I know a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a Nightfall guy. <laughs> and so we hop in, and I distinctly remember it was the Valis Tark yep. um, raid. And you were just... It by yourself in the back corner, just plinking away. Yep, I was so I was soloing it, waiting for Jeff. Oh my god! We'll get back to that story again in a little bit. uh, Well, well, yeah, I guess that brings us to. And I think it's funny too because, um, so my wife hates video games, but she tolerates that I play them because she loves me. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) but. Uh, and I honestly think one of the reasons Destiny came up was because Jackie was complaining because I was playing with you so much. <laughs> and then, but then they were like, well, maybe something good can come out of this if our husbands can become friends. And now here we are. There we go. So I'm going gonna, gonna, to get into this story real quick. So I, used, I started soloing Destiny 1 Nightfalls. I would watch videos of how to do it because I wanted the challenge. And I got to where I did it. The, the, the Valus one was like the one I was my king one that I wanted to do by myself I get all the way to you had to kind of hide under these stairs by some boxes and you sat there and you just plugged away at him and you plugged away at him and I like I had him almost down and the modifiers on this one are important oh the I don't even remember what they were but they the, the melee one oh the melee one right 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 so it was more melee damage or more melee okay. damage. Yeah, so the enemies did more melee damage. Which and essentially, it, if you got a melee, it was an instant kill. Yeah, you were dead. <clears throat> so <laughs> I had gotten him all the way down, and Jeff sends me, was like, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm almost done soloing Valis. I'm like, do you want to hop in and help me finish it? And he's like, yeah. Like, I was like, I was just excited I got then to I this could far. Get the loot. Right, because I'm like, I'm at this point. Do you want to get the loot? It's like, this yeah. was the first time you've gotten this far? Yeah, by myself. So Jeff hops in. He works his way all the way to me, and we're sitting there, and he's down low, and I'm like, you know, what was it? I said I want to, I want to get it with my other character first, because like I, w- I want to get it with my warlock, because I think I was on my titan, and I was like, I, I want to get it with my warlock because I, I mained a warlock. I'm like, can you just sit here under the stairs, and not do anything and wait? He goes, yeah, I'll like shoot off one at him every once. In a while. I'm like, yeah, no, no big deal. That's fine. Just don't. Don't die because if you die and everybody's dead in a nightfall, the whole fucking thing restarts. So I'm like, okay, good. I'm getting my character changed. It's going. I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. I got all this far all by myself. We're going to do this. Literally getting ready to hit the button to join Jeff. And all he goes is, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And he got really quiet really really quiet where you feel the quiet and i'm like what well i thought if i i could get behind this box at the right angle man i'm sorry and i'm like <laughs> oh i felt so bad because there was so what were the um shit the guy the uh the big dudes with the with the shields phalanxes phalanx yeah. yes so um we would go and you could get behind this box, and there was like a little um, opening. Yeah, literally right? just a sliver between boxes and to so shoot out could, of. You could get up right in there, and then, but they couldn't shoot you because it was too small of a little sliver. But 
because of the way you know the game was whatever there were moments where if they hit at the right angle with their shields and they did a melee then they could hit you through <laughs> the wall and they did that <laughs> <laughs> and it was the melee uh, modifier so it was an instant kill right when yeah. it happened and i was just like and so if you've never and if you've never played destiny so the nightfalls were like the strikes but cranked up a thousand with these modifiers where like certain type of damages would do more um melee damage on you was worse you know just little thing you couldn't jump your supers refilled slower um pains in the ass and basically like uh, mythic dungeons in uh, world of warcraft there you go so like a, a strike by itself could take maybe five minutes Real quick, soloing a nightfall took me about thirty to forty-five minutes, and oh, yeah. this this was like so it was it was really funny because in hindsight it was really funny. You would not stop apologizing, like, and I just <laughs> no, kept going. So bad. I couldn't talk because like emo, I had no emotions, I had to fill the and I was like, I was so like, I it's okay. Saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, no man, it's okay. Look, look, let's just let's just start this whole thing over. No, you didn't even do that. You, do were we just like, you were like, I have to log off. I'm not mad. But I have oh, is that what off. I did? Okay. I was like, I need. I was like, oh, he's mad. I was, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. I don't think I was mad as much as I, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds so right. So it was just one of those like, oh, my God. And so, but I think I got back on later and did it. Um, but it was just, it was, and it was one of those things where, like, even that night I cooled off enough where I was like, it was, he didn't do it on purpose. It'd be one thing and you'd be like, hey, Brandon, you know how to tell me not to do anything stupid? Yeah. Leroy! I didn't pull any of that. Yeah, so I actually remember, vividly remember later that night I was fine. It was like, okay, you know, it's it's a fucking video game. And I remember trying to explain to my wife, I was like, I think I pissed Brandon off. like, what happened? And I was like... Because she obviously doesn't like video games. She doesn't know anything about them. So right. trying to explain the context of a nightfall, him soloing it, how hard this is to get to where <laughs> it is. Was, it was a failure. But. Oh, but yeah, that's probably one of my favorite Destiny stories. And repeatedly killing um, the big ogre. Wow, my brain just shut off. Crota. Not Crota. It was just... What the hell is his name? name? Yeah, I had a name. It's like Sugarloth or Sugarloth. I don't know. Um, but we played a shit ton of Destiny. The three of us play every Wednesday, so and then hours. a couple more. And my wife called herself a Destiny widow, <laughs> and <laughs> she did. We had to have a serious conversation one day where she was like, "You need to stop playing the game so much." And I was like, "I didn't realize this was this much of an issue." And I'm totally sorry. Yeah, For a couple of months, we played like nonstop, almost every night. Every yeah, yeah it every was it was pretty bad. Every night. Yeah. Um, and see that what was. We'll see, in, in my own defense, it was when my wife was, I think, no, it was Logan was a baby. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would help with Austin, but she always took care of the baby. So, I was just saying, whatever, you, know, you do your thing with the baby. <laughs> yeah, so, you didn't have a kid. So, it was, no. this was prime opportunity for two of us, and you, we dragged you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, since then, we play, we, we haven't played a lot lately, but yeah, so we, this are in the whole like two years that Oh, it, until, it like, felt like it was. Until Rise of Iron was when it started to taper off a little bit, but that was like 2016. Right, because it was. Yeah, that was the year three kickoff. It was NFL. getting close to them. They were finally starting to talk about Destiny two, and it was yeah. like, so it was it was it was a lot going on in those couple of that yeah. year and a half or so. Yeah. Um, 
So just real quick, I'll start with you, Steve. How did you get into video games? So you said you bought a PS4, and that yeah. was your first game you bought? Had you always had a console? No, it wasn't or? the first game, but it was one of them. Well, okay, okay. So was the PlayStation 4, like, your first big... No, I, um... God, as long as I can remember, I've been playing them. I had a Nintendo, a regular Nintendo when I was a kid. Um, and then I had a Super Nintendo. And then... The, but the first one I really, really, really remember being excited about was Nintendo 64. Yeah. I remember vividly having a dream about the Nintendo 64 because I really, I wanted it so badly. And um, I got that, I think, I can't remember if I saved up pennies or if it was Christmas or something. But that that system, I probably logged more hours on that than anything. Yeah. Between GoldenEye and... I played a lot of the wrestling games. <laughs> Dude, the wrestling games on Nintendo 64... There was something about the wrestling games on Nintendo 64 that were so much fun. Yeah, WCW NWO Revenge is the best game I don't, I don't, it is, and looking back at them now, like, I've watched gameplay footage, I'm like, this is, like, garbage, <laughs> it's I trash, know, like, right? why was this so good? <laughs> well, of course, right I also time. remember WWE Raw at the time, because they actually had, like, you had the blocky pixelated characters and Stone Cold and stuff, but on the Titantron, they had the actual video rolling of their Titantron yeah. entrances, and I was like, that's so cool! They do this? <laughs> so what was your, what was your big gaming game or a big game you remember from your childhood that you just was probably your one go-to childhood um i mentioned goldeneye i mean i feel like everybody our age played goldeneye right that was kind of your intro to first person shooters if you didn't play on the pc and that game is terrible now it's horrible did you see the conversation with carrington on twitter he was going on about, um, just so people are aware, like, if you tell me right now that Mario Kart 64 is better, better than Mario Kart 8, you, you have a, that's a horrible take. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and just so you know, GoldenEye doesn't hold up either. And people started attacking him, and I'm like, guys, right. Carrington is right. I don't know what your problem is. Were like, oh, I'm not quite as certain on the Mario Kart, but yeah, GoldenEye, I'm 100% with you. I still have a 64. Every yeah. now and then I'll, I'll pop it in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole bunch. We could we could sit here for hours, but that I, you know, I played the Mario's on Nintendo. I remember more on Super Nintendo than Nintendo, because I was born in '86, so I was, more, you know, more right. of a Super Nintendo guy. I don't have the. I remember playing some of the Zeldas, but I don't have the affinity for them. Like, he remembers the name of every single one, and I, I, uh, I guess I am a sports guy, aren't I? Because I remember playing Madden on. On uh, Nintendo 64 as well. Was that on Nintendo 64? There was one, yeah, towards the end. They didn't even have uh, they didn't even have licensing for the for Nintendo, right? That was like the first Madden that was on 64. They didn't have the NFL licensing oh. for Nintendo, and so it was just fake teams. Just fake teams. I, little Tecmo. My first football game I ever got addicted to was on the Super Nintendo, and it was play action football because they had the quarterback club because it had the QB uh, you know the drills they do at um, the Pro Bowl oh yeah, yeah. it had oh, those yeah. in them and I, I loved nice. it and then there, I always played the same it was a Tecmo situation they had a play action fake in that game that you could just bomb down the field oh, yeah. and get a touchdown every time uh, yeah Jeff how did you get into gaming um how I got into it, I'm not sure because it's as long back as long as I can remember. It was the same kind of deal where, you know, I remember playing 
the OG Mario on the Nintendo. I remember playing Maze Craze on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Wow, I love that game. I love the Atari the Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. We had we had. I wish I could find it because we had the ET for Atari, and that game is worth like an absurd. Oh yeah, it is. My mom keeps everything. I'm sure it's somewhere, but um, so I've always been in that, and then the kind of Super Nintendo was when it really became like a thing. Yeah. I had my own, I had it in my room, I had my TV. Same. And I was really into uh, JRPGs at that time. So, Final Fantasy VI was the big (laughs) one. Um, And then, you know, Secret of Mana. And and then Zelda Link to the Past was, it's one of my all-time favorite games. And I remember because, like, my friends and I, we used to compete because at the end of the game, after you beat it, it would have a number next to your save file where it would tell you how many um, how many lives you lost and how many times you died oh, right. throughout the game. And so we would compete, which is you know essentially proto speedrunning, I guess, where you would um, whoever had the least amount of times dying through the game, you know. And uh, I think one time I did it, my best was like three times I died or something. Damn, that's pretty which, good. Yeah. <laughs> I played that game a lot, <laughs> and then. Um, my mom still talks about it to this day. The uh, I got a PlayStation for Christmas the year it came out in '96, and um, was that '95? I'm not sure. I think it was '95 when that came out, actually. But um, so, but she still talks about it. The reaction because I like, I guess I didn't think I was gonna get it, and then my parents did. You know, they pulled the old surprise type of thing, and then I opened it, and I just was like going nuts. I probably would have been one of those videos they show now on TV. But, uh, <laughs> and so then um, Final Fantasy 7 came because I had played Final so Fantasy 6 on that and Final Fantasy 7 was it's still one of my favorite games of all time I bought the I bought it again for the Switch I've been playing I've been replaying it um, I just love that game so much uh, so those were kind of the the real big impactful games I played a lot of the PS2 era was when I really got into sports um, sports games and it was really uh, NCAA football was huge. Oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. NCAA football. 2003 was the biggest. I don't know how many hours I logged in that game. The, the last one on PS2 was my favorite one. And um, oddly enough, also the last um, Madden on PS2. Was it 08? I think it was. It was the the Madden was the one where you could like adjust the prices of corn dogs and yes, the concessions yeah. and that stuff. And they had like really a, a radio a radio station. Yeah, yeah. You could like radio. Yep. Yeah, and you could also like build your own stadium and mm-hmm. do the sideline yeah, stuff. Was it was. Really, it was it had yeah. very deep stats too. I remember like it, yeah. you could go in on the players and they would say like it kind of has this now, but you know what round he was drafted in. It had that two, right the nth degree. That was yeah. my favorite iteration. I still remember players that i've recruited yeah in ncaa football yeah. 2003 yeah i had a uh, andre baldwin i remember <laughs> he, won, he won two he won the heisman two years in a row he's famous he's famous a good guy but it was uh yeah that was that's kind of my gaming history cool um i don't know if i've talked about it. so let's see um atari was probably my first system that i ever played um shitload of pole position like non-stop i played donkey kong and pole position were the two games and and honestly pong i tell people all the time oh what's one of your favorite games like pong do like i you know and and to kind of piggyback on that i played a lot of breakout mm-hmm. you know yeah with the i had breakout yeah the circle dude, I don't know what the knob like, controller, whatever you call them. that's that was more um 
uh, not sleight of hand, hand-eye coordination yeah. than like just trying to get that than anything else. Um, but I played a lot of that. My, but I never like fell in love with video games until like one day. Um, my, uh, so my uncle showed up. We just moved from one place to another in California, and my uncle showed up because I had this shiny new sega genesis i was like what the fuck is a sega genesis and he was like check this out and it was the first game he loaded up was ace combat and i was like what is this and then he was like check out sonic and i'm like what is this (laughs) and then i was telling a buddy of mine and he goes well i have a nintendo and i said what's a nintendo and he shows me an nes and i'm like playing mario or contra and then and but so my uncle see my uncle was there with his sega and then he left with the Sega. So I didn't get to keep playing it. But my buddy who lived literally around the corner was like, I have these games. I've got these, so I played Mario on it, but Contra was like the game that pulled me into wanting to play more video games. I was like, Holy crap. And it was like one of those, like every level I was like, if I died, I'm like, no, I can do better. (laughs) Start the damn thing over again. Let's do this. Um, and so then my, my parents kind of were like, well, you know, you have that Atari, they pulled that kind of out a little bit more and I played that. Um, but I'd always asked like, or like, I was like, I want a Sega. I want a Sega. I want a Sega. And for whatever reason, I guess, I don't know if it was too expensive or what, or actually what I think happened was I think I kept asking for a Sega and then super Nintendo released <clears throat> and they got me that. And that was a Christmas present. Actually, my Super Nintendo is how I found out Santa didn't exist. <laughs> I, I kid you not. So like I had a horrible habit of going through my parents, um, closet because I knew where they put the fucking gifts but my mom was never stupid enough to put the Santa gifts in the closet well one year um, and it was close to my dad starting to have health problems and their relationship wasn't good and there was a lot going on I think she just just screwed it and threw it in her closet and one year I walked in and I'm like what (laughs) oh my god oh my god oh my god so then then what happened was um, Christmas Eve, my dad and I would always leave and go do something for a little bit. And we'd come back. It was like our tradition. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think looking back, I think it out was he wasn't going to be spending the night in our house that night. But she was trying to like keep the whole thing going. Yeah. So he took me out when we came back. She was like, Santa came early. And I was like, <laughs> no shit. Like, oh this God. is like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm getting my Santa gifts before anybody. <laughs> and there, were, there was only like three or four, but I was like, I remember... I just started grabbing gifts. And I, I was like, she, and I was like, this is a big one Santa brought. I was like, yes. I was like, I opened it and I went. And my brain was like, <laughs> click, click, click. And then, and I vividly remember my mom being like, do you not like it? And I'm like, no, I, I do. I'm just, what? I'm confused. And she's like, what? I'm like, nothing. I'll just. And I, I brushed it off and I just started thinking about it. And then I started thinking about it in the past. And I'm like, and I'm just looking at my parents from her going, it's a fucking lie. It's all <laughs> a goddamn lie. lie. The present of my childhood is dead. <laughs> right. So what was really funny was, it's funny to me now. I can say this, it's funny to me now as, a, as almost 38 years old. Um, I, not long after that, my dad got sick. He ended up dying within the year of that. And our, my whole life kind of like unraveled and we ended up here and I never got to fully process that very well to where like I was sitting, like even that first Christmas when my dad was gone, we were here. 
sitting on the Santa Claus lap at my grandma's on Christmas. My mom, my mom didn't just didn't even acknowledge it. She was like, yeah. "I know you don't want to do this. Just go sit on this guy's lap so you yeah. can get your present." Like she knew, I knew at this point. She didn't care. It was it was really good. Yeah. Looking back now, it's kind of funny because I remember sitting on that lap going, "Losers, goddamn phony." You, you think this is all real? It's just a phony. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. So I wanted to last thing I want to talk about with you guys was what games you were excited about. Steve obviously misunderstood what I said. I did. I did. Jeff did not. But I still want to talk about it because we, there's a lot of games that I think we're all looking forward to this year. I can still comply with the request. No, I, you can't. Over and beyond. I'm gonna get mine out of the way first because, like I said, I'm so. I want, we're gonna talk real quick about what games we're excited about this year. Mostly because I want to get your guys' take. Everybody knows I'm psyched for Cyberpunk. I just give it to me already. I've already got the spot in my vein for you to put the needle. <laughs> just go ahead and do it. Um, I'm also super excited for the new Ori game, which comes out in a matter of weeks. Yeah, it's March, March, isn't it? And if you have Game Pass, it's free. It's yeah. free which blows my freaking mind. You never finished the first one? Oh, it's Jeff. Um, I'll tell you what. If Ori was on the PlayStation, I would do everything in my power to platinum that damn game. So I just, for I don't know what my problem is. I don't have the desire to get achievements. Yeah, the gamer score is not nearly as appealing as the, I mean, it's, the trophy it's probably because it's literally a trophy. Right. It's a little, you know, a little fake trophy. Um, so those are my two games I'm excited about. Um, I want to talk with Jeff because you just talked about it a little bit. Sorry, Steve. I quit. Uh, you're quit. I see it, bro. Um, what is your game that you're looking forward to the most? big one is final fantasy 7 remake right. i told you just now like you said final fantasy 7 had such a huge impact in my childhood like i remember following that game from its initial announcement because me and my friends were all big final fantasy 6 fans and so that game came out and it was like oh my god it was completely different because it wasn't just straight the fantasy like the other ones were it had that kind of cyberpunk feel and it was like the graphics that were polygons. It wasn't sprites, and they had these. Uh, was it breathtaking? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but we, uh, I mean, we were just going nuts. And then you know, I had a subscription to um, uh, EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. I don't know if you guys. Shout that out that to game, EGM. I love that magazine. Game Pro was mine. <laughs> they, but they, you know, they would they had articles about it periodically, and I would just eat it up. And then um, I remember, like in the in the very back of the magazine, they would always have like the uh, foreign. Uh, games like for people that had you know foreign playstations right. that, had that you could the famicom the or whatever yeah and so they would they would always be advertising um final fantasy 7 like the year before it came out because it came out in japan first and then um when it came out in 97 i dragged my mom to the store <laughs> to get it after school and i i bought it i can't i cannot remember that i know it was at the mall somewhere but i can't remember what the exact store was that i bought it but I got a free T-shirt with it. Nice. Okay. You saw the T-shirt. Still have it. Yes. <laughs> it's in my drawer, and I'm gonna wear it again on Will it fit March. You? Does 3rd. it fit you? Oh yeah. Well, it was like an XL. Oh okay. And I was. Like, oh right. Because you know, back little, then they're probably like, here. Little, kid, take yeah, care. Yeah, little five, fifth grade Jeff or whatever. Well, let me say it. That's about right. Um, but I. Uh, so I'm gonna wear it again on March 3rd <laughs> when it comes out. I already have it pre-ordered. So everything. I'm so are, excited. Are you worried about being disappointed in it? A little bit. It's like I hadn't um, considered because they've already well they've they've already talked about they've made some game like controlled changes well, to the, it. Yeah, the biggest thing because there's like apparently going to be a classic mode where you can do the the old turn based battles and stuff. But I really I really liked the active time battle system that they had. 
Um, the only thing that worries me is I picked up Final Fantasy 15 on sale a little while ago, a couple years maybe, and the combat I was not super impressed with. And I think they're going more that angle. So I'm glad they're trying something different, but it looks it looks like they've refined the Final Fantasy 15 approach because right. the game wasn't received super well. So I think they realized, okay, we need to fix this up. And um, my biggest possible disappointment, and I, I already know it's going to be a disappointment essentially, is you know so many of the great moments in the game are not going to be in this one because they've already said they're going to break it into multiple parts right. and release it like that. So a lot of the stuff that happens later in the game, I'm not going to get to see, you know, who knows how long. Yeah, well, as so long as it's taking them to get this one out. Yeah, maybe yeah. ever. <clears throat> but cool. it's, uh, but it is happening, I'm, though. I, I want to play it. I got the Steelbook pre-orders. I'm super excited. I'm going to wait till I get your take on it before I do anything, because it is one of those. I don't like turn-based RPGs. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, my, my game of the year last year was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Really? Because... That's tactics, though. That's a little bit different. Yeah, it's still turn-based. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's I mean, different it is. from like Dragon Quest Eleven. Did you ever? Did you ever play Fire Emblem? No. Okay. So on top of that, the only two turn-based RPGs I've openly ever remembered enjoying were Final Fantasy Seven mm-hmm. and Mario RPG. Literally the oh. only two. So I'm like, yeah, it's so good. I'm and it's on the my little mini That's Super Nintendo. Right now. Yeah, are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Steve gave me multiple games. So for I want to talk about all the games you put on here. Okay. But I, I want to ask I you I forgot a couple of them, but the number one is for sure. The, I figured the one on top was your one. Steve, what game are you looking forward to the most? It's Doom Eternal. It's Doom it's Eternal. Doom Eternal. <laughs> you platinum Doom I and I am like when I saw you did that I was like God bless you sir. I could because doesn't that have a difficulty based? It does not. Oh, it does but, not. Okay, technically, there there's, yeah. right, there's one difficulty trophy, but you only have to finish the first level on the super hard, I think it's Ultra Nightmare. Um, and you can cheat it, which I did. And I'm ah, not ashamed to say that. You're not ashamed. You're like, because I just want that goddamn platinum. But um, So I'm by no means an expert on Doom. There are guys that play the whole game on Ultra Nightmare and stuff. I'm not right. that good. But it, it just, <laughs> it literally taps into your id. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that works, right? Um, my spirit animal is a Destiny Titan with two shotguns, as you guys yes. know. <laughs> yes. yes. And my play style is charge in, blast things, punch right. things. Ask questions later. Exactly. And so, Duke Did you ever play Duke Nukem? I think I did. I, I don't have any like specific memory right. of it, but like, I, I vaguely remember, like, wasn't there something where there's like a chick with no clothes or something oh yeah there's yeah. all sorts of i remember being a tween being really excited about that <laughs> even though it was what eight bit no yeah um but yeah this just fed straight into my my happy zone so so doom eternal is just like right up there yeah. like you're just I'm, did you see so did you see the was it ign did 15 minutes of gameplay or I something watch, I'm specifically not watching it. oh oh I, so I, you're taking that route you're like you're not watching content i'm and seeing stuff? some stuff but i didn't want to watch the first 15 I had to talk him out of... Now, I love Doom 2. I'm super excited for Doom Eternal as well. But I had to talk him out of getting the uh, Super Collector's Edition with the human like size. Isn't that thing like 300 some dollars? Yeah, something like that. I had it pre-ordered and canceled it like three times now. You're, you're big on pre-ordering he, and canceling. He, but he talked me out of um, getting the, the Death Stranding one with the baby. With the baby? Full size baby. 
I don't know. Having played the game, I'm like, I don't know if I could have that thing like just in my house. Right. That's the thing. Like, we talked about where do you... It's so creepy. We display most of our stuff in our cubes at work. And, you know, we work... Oh, that'd be hilarious for yeah, you to have right? it at yeah. work. <laughs> so, you know, we work... Our, our workplace isn't super buttoned up, but still, it's a bank. It is a people bank. Ex- you expect people to be professional. And right. Giant baby in amniotic fluid would probably turn people off. <laughs> that lights up. The lights up. up. Um, Two other games that you put on your list are PS exclusives. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. I don't ever say it right. And uh, Last of Us 2. Now, I thought you were on the fence of getting Last of Us 2. I was. I completely did. Okay. Did you ever finish the first one? I did. This was like two months ago. I don't know if we... It was last year, but... Well, that's two months ago. It was... was, Yeah, anyway. I I pre-ordered Last of Us... When it first came out, I got it a day early from Best Buy. Started playing it, got about, I don't know, two or three missions in. And for whatever reason, I just fell off. And I never finished it. And so, fast forward seven years, six years, it gets all this acclaim. Some people say it's the best game ever made. I love Naughty Dog. I love all the right. games. And I tried to go back and play it again. And I, I don't know if it's just the state of the world today or what, but I was not in the right headspace for it. It's just too brutal, too depressing. Right. Couldn't finish it. Then, towards the end of last year, for whatever reason, I fired it up again, and my wife and I were playing it, and it just clicked this time finally. Yeah. And I just, it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw that list, and I was like, what the fuck does Steve want right. The Last of Us 2? I thought he hated the first I'm one. I'm still a little worried because it's so brutal. And Dude, it's I, it is. Doom Eternal is Doom 2016 is my favorite game ever. So, but it's it's cartoon, right? Yeah, right. see that's and that's the that's always the kicker. So like yeah. the uh, Manhunt, the old yeah, Rockstar yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I love Rockstar games, mm-hmm. like all the absurdity of it. And I played Killer Instinct and like some of these Mortal Kombat. I love oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat and the gore and like cracked mm-hmm. me up. I played 30 minutes of Manhunt and I'm like, this is too. Like, like you're walking up, like you walked up behind a guy and suffocated him, and Just like, and like, too, why? Yeah. What's the point? I don't. I can't do this. This is not a fantasy I want to live out. No, right, right, right. I'm not one of those that people. Is video games, ultimately, right? It's, right. It's, yeah. We want to put pause on reality for a little bit. Yeah. And here, specifically, it was I think E3 two years ago the trailer that they showed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When they were in like the, a little the, chapel over there. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, God damn, the world is so messed up. I don't know if I want to. Right. leave the world to go to this but now, now that I've finished it and seen Ellie and Joel's story I'm... so it's more about the story you want to know Absolutely. where the story is at than anything else Now he's been trying to get me to play it ever since because you let me borrow that that was the first yeah I still have it upstairs I think yeah and I played well, it was it free it click, on was, PlayStation yeah. Plus this last yeah. year well I it didn't click for me because um, that was like the height of the Walking Dead and all that stuff. Right. I was just like I burnt was out, burnt out on the zombie stuff. So I didn't, uh, I didn't play. But then, yeah, when he was, you had finished it, and that month that you had finished it, I was like, you were like, dude, you got, you got to give me a shot. <laughs> and so I looked it up, and it was, yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't even know it's free this month. Yeah. On the, so I, I, I picked it up, and I started it, and um, I was liking it more, but then I got distracted by Death Stranding. Yeah. So I played. Um... Dave and I sat Austin down and I let him play the opening of The Last of Us. I was like, and he's like, you know, and he's like getting his head head wrapped around the controls. And he's like, okay. He gets all the way to the end and it does the cut to the next. And he was just just stone faced. Like, it's brutal. 
what just because i think that like <laughs> that was as far as i got the first time i played it years ago and i was this just is a like, different oh type of game. Yeah. yeah and i didn't even you know i didn't have kids at the time no but where was... are you on the ghost of tsushima jeff um because I, I thought I'm we talked not, about it and you were just like man it's i'm not know. really interested i'm not really interested because outside of of final fantasy 7 um doom eternal is a big one and then did, didn't you like Nio or Neo or whatever it is? I did not like Neo. You did not. Um, you know what I'm I mean, thinking of? I like I'm thinking of um, Sekiro. Nier. Oh, Nier. Yes. yes. Love Nier. Did you like Sek- Sekiro? Yes. That's something I do have on my PlayStation that I could play. I'm really wanting to play. But my problem is, it uh, doesn't mean I'm in the mood for a Bloodborne, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. Because yeah. Um, Sekiro, you can't. Are you like, were you saying play together? No, just to oh, play. Okay. Oh, okay. Like I told you, I've been trying, wanting like, a single no, player experience. Yeah, that's a whole different commitment than just a single player. Game. It, it really yeah. is. It's like frustration. Are you? Did you pre-order the limited edition version of Ghosts? No, I haven't gone quite that far. I just, it wasn't really on my radar. But I, I, uh, I recently. There's no way to say this without sounding like a weirdo. I recently have become enamored with Japan. No, no, that's, I totally get it. Um, which had never really been on my radar either. But we watched actually a show on Amazon uh, about a guy that goes to visit Japan. It's, it was really funny, interesting. And I was like, oh, this is something I, I, I kind of like. And then it just kind of clicked again. So now I'm looking forward to that. And it's Sucker Punch. Right. I mean, everything they've made that I could think of. And that's, and that's why I'm looking forward to it the most is because yeah. it's Sucker Punch. What are the odds? Sorry. What are the odds that any of the games we talked about are actually going to release on time? Oh, well, Final Fantasy VII has already been delayed. I think I said March earlier. April 10th is Every single one of these we've talked about has been delayed. Yeah. So I, that will... I think The Last of Us 2 is finally set. I don't think they're going to move that one again. Yeah. Um, also, from this table, how crazy is it that all these games that we're excited about, none of us have mentioned Marvel's Avengers. Because I am nowhere near excited for that. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is, that is crazy. Like, it's they, not even, they it's changed. Not even, I haven't even canceled a pre-order. I just never pre-ordered. They, they changed <laughs> Thor's model, and yeah, he looks a little better, but it still looks like garbage. I can't. I just don't it want to do a superhero game in the Destiny mold. Superhero Here, games. Go ahead. Especially where you can't customize your own avatar, right? Like, that's. So, they've. <laughs> Arkham and Spider-Man have ruined superhero games. Like there's a like the quality just by watching it. Yeah. It has to be like if you open up a, and start playing a, a Arkham game, I'm like, "Well, that's cool looking. Like what's going on? That's yeah. Batman, it's real dark. It's got all the The Spider-Man game first clip they showed of Spider-Man, I was like, "So good. Dude, I need this. This looks amazing." Yeah. Like it plays a huge part and I'm like, "You're cashing in." That's what it feels like. It really feels like yeah, a cash in. Late too. Yeah, and, and those two you could tell with Rocksteady and uh, Insomniac, like they understood the characters and they made their own kind of versions of them. Yeah. Right. Where this Marvel Avengers looks like we're just gonna remake the movie characters in this game, and then when people will criticize them for it, they're all oh, shit. We gotta change some stuff. Yeah. But I mean, and like. You have to wonder about Avengers fatigue in general because, like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance last year, which I really liked, and I'd like to go. It's a game where you can kind of grind out and kind of play mindlessly. I'd like to go back in and play more, but I keep thinking, like, man, it's just that same Infinity Stone storyline again. Yeah. Like, if they would have done a unique storyline, I might have been more, but, like, I just, 
played through it once, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how to play it again. Um, last thing you have on here, we'll wrap this up. You have the um, untitled AC game, uh, Assassin's Creed game. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to play it. It sounds like it's going to be a Viking game. Oh, it is. That's all the rumors, and I'm yeah. like, and you that just got nice, back uh, into Assassin's Creed, didn't you, Joe? Uh, Odyssey was the first one I ever played. Oh, really? And I loved it, yeah. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> Viking Assassin's Creed just screams everything I want in life. Yes. Other than, like, China and Japan era, like... Yeah, Vi- I was like, Vi- okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am concerned because they can make it sound like they're really going hardcore in on the RPG aspect of the weapons degrading and having to be replaced and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, eh. it was yeah, one of the I, rumored leaks from um, that I'm they never they never got expunged upon. It was just a huge, massive leak dump on yeah. something that got moved to Reddit and so on and so forth. Um, I am also looking forward to... Like I've haven't been as excited about Assassin's Creed games since um I don't know. Black Flag, I love Black Flag. And I've enjoyed everything since then, but I haven't been like super stoked about. I'm super stoked about a Viking Assassin's Creed game. So Well if you ever want to have a um show where you talk about horrible game mechanics, we can talk about weapon degradation. You can have me on and I will I will fill up an entire an show half of how much I hate that mechanic. Yeah, yeah. So that's... hopefully that's not true. But I would still put up with it. Like I did for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. As much as I love Breath of the Wild, that was probably... It's one of the few things that keeps me from coming back. Yeah? Yeah. What about like Monster Hunter and stuff like that? Um, well, that's different because it's um, like the sharpness. Yeah. So you have to... You know, it's something you have to manage. Yeah, the weapon just doesn't break. Right. Which, yeah, it makes it unusable. Yeah. It's like, uh, why? Yeah, the Witcher's like that too. You, you have to polish it or, you know, sharpen it. Yeah. And with it doesn't Monster just Hunter, disappear. Yeah, and with Monster Hunter, you know, you can do it in the middle of a match, and that's kind of part of how you have to manage it. Like, okay, I have to get away from the monster now. But it, like, you know, Dark Souls is one of the reasons why I really hate it. Where it's like, if it, if it's done and you're you're not near the blacksmith or whatever, then you're screwed. You have to find another weapon or use another one. Hope you have one equipped. You know, if not, good luck. Yeah. That's part of why I like Bloodborne so much better because it's not oh, really yeah. as much of an issue. I your love of Bloodborne is just. Unreal. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a trophy hunter kick. We've been talking about. This. Well, yeah, that's kind of where I'm like. So, uh, Witcher and Death Stranding. I want to have platinum before the year is over. Yeah, oh, I want to platinum Death Stranding, and then I've kind of I've got like okay, all my lists of games that have made it from my favorites from this generation. I would like to platinum before PS5 comes out. So Bloodborne, Death Stranding, um, Dark Siders One, and I think that's kind of the major ones from this generation. There's one game. Five, I also there's one game that I have not platinumed that I only need one trophy for, and it's a game that I've seriously been thinking about lately that I need to platinum, and I'm looking to find somebody who wants to help me with it, and it's Destiny One. Yes, I'm one trophy short. We're the same one, right? Flawless Raider. Flawless Raider. Ah. It's the only trophy I don't have. It's <laughs> the only one for me as well. I'm missing two. So I'll do it with you. Flawless Raider and what? <laughs> I don't even know if it's still a game mode. I don't think it was. It was one of the... Um, oh, the salvage thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I just never got that. I will do it. I will do that. I'll do it with you. Uh, Let's do that. We, That'll be so, fun. So, so what we need... Bring it back. What we need is three people who will carry us through a flawless... We <laughs> Maybe know? we can get... Because I think... I see, it got awkwardly quiet because my <laughs> child walked down the stairs. I think by the time... Like, if we use endgame stuff, uh, I, 
end game literally end game, but also towards the end of Destiny One's life cycle. True. I think we could probably be give it a shot. We'll f- we're gonna figure out sometime within the next um, month or two. I don't even, do I still own it? Surely I own it. They were offering peanuts for it at GameStop. They were offering what for? Peanuts. Oh, pe- peanuts. Yeah, because <laughs> I very little <laughs> low price. I just I just got a a text message that I looked down at and was reading, and it did not sound like you said peanuts. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I would love to do that. We should definitely do that. Get, get the gang back together. Get the gang back together. What's Larry doing? <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'd be he would. Yeah. Guys, thanks for coming over. Thanks yeah, for recording the podcast. This was, this was a lot of fun. This was. Um, we'll do it again. We'll get you back on. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been episode 16. Next week, Sam and I will be doing an entire thing on Siege. We'll also be talking about Parasite. We'll also be talking about Jojo Rabbit. Um, Jeff, watch Jojo Rabbit.